So tonight we're going to talk about self-care. You can take a second and read this because I think it's hilarious. You can just laugh. You can whatever. I just love, you're so chubby and cute. Literally how I would love to talk to myself. Um, need a nap? What a good girl. Um, yeah, and then the next one. This is just, you know, self-care. This is the way we all do it, right? No. Um, anyway, so yeah, tonight we're talking about self-care. Um, and basically, I'm going to pull up my notes or else I'm going to go totally off track. Um, but essentially, every time I log onto my phone, literally every time I open Instagram, there is somebody using the hashtag self-care. Um, have you guys practiced self-care today? Have you taken a walk? Taken a bath? Had a nap? Did you eat lunch? Did you go poo? Just so you know, if you're ever hanging out with me, poo will be mentioned at least once. Um, we've got these phrases we love to throw around, and everybody uses the hashtag self-care. But what are we actually talking about? Um, for me, every time I see those like bath, the bath bomb photos, you know, the person that takes the photo of the bath of their toes in the bath with the blue sparkly bath bomb or whatever, I'm like. Oh, no. Because by the time I get in my little bathtub, I'm sweaty and cold. I'm, like, at the most awkward angle, and I'm just like, no, thank you. And so I end up just cuddled up on the couch watching Grey's Anatomy. Hashtag self-care. I think we've all heard um, that taking care of ourselves is important. Um, taking five minutes to have breakfast in the morning. Drinking eight glasses of water a day. Clara did the, the water challenge last week. It is not easy. Having a shower, exercising, relaxing, having fun. It's all such a big deal. But why don't we always do this? <laughs> to be honest, so often, Jonathan gets on my case about this, because I'll walk in the door saying I have to pee in the car. So I, we're in the car, we're pulling up to our building, I'm like, oh my goodness, I have to go pee. We get upstairs, I have to unload the kids, unload my backpack, make some food probably, like change my clothes, do eight other things, and by the time I'm like needing, by the time I actually go to the washroom, I'm about to pee my pants. That's not self-care. Or Jonathan will come home from work, and he's like, oh yeah, what'd you eat for, for lunch today? Uh, I forgot to eat anything today. Real talk. It happens. I forget. Why do we do this? Maybe for you, um, you know you should shower, but you don't feel like it. You know you should have breakfast, but you get up too late in the morning. You know you should get eight hours of sleep, but you go to bed at 2 a.m. I know. Why is it that we so often forget or let taking care of ourselves slip away? Why do we do this, guys? Why... Would you ever bother caring for something that you do not love? Why would you ever bother caring for something that you don't love? So now we're talking about self-love, not just self-care. I'm going to pray. Jesus, I invite you to speak to us. It's, it feels like an obvious thing to be talking about in some ways of take care of ourselves, but it's not an easy thing. And we just submit that to you. Father, I just pray that um, as much as I'm speaking this to the students, I'm speaking it to myself, and you're speaking it to me. 
Thank you that you've been taking me on a journey of what self-care and what self-love looks like, preparing me to share this with these guys. So Holy Spirit, speak to me. I've got my notes, but if you want me to go off, I submit that to you. Speak to our hearts. We're ready to see you. Amen. All right. Now, just so you guys know, self-care is like a funny thing, but I might go a little like hard tonight, and just forgive me. I love you guys, so I think this is a big deal. I want you to take a second. We're going to think about ourselves. Take a couple deep breaths. We do this with our son. In and out. In and out. And consider this question. Do I really love myself? Do you love yourself? Can you look in the mirror first thing in the morning and genuinely say that you love yourself? Can you allow yourself to be completely relaxed around your friends, confident in who you are? Can you just be still and present in your own thoughts with no distractions? Are you okay with the things that you're bad at? Are you proud of the things that you're good at? I realize that some of you guys might have just said no to every single one of those things I asked. And it's for you that I'm here. I remember what it was like for me to be so uncomfortable with myself that I kept trying to change myself. I'm kind of grateful not many of you guys knew me when I was in high school because I was the girl with the like permed red hair, thick eyeliner. You would never see me without makeup. I wore the weirdest clothes because I was trying to hide who I was. <laughs> Hi, baby. We'll see how this goes. But I also realized how awesome and how cool it is to be comfortable with my quirks and with my flaws. I'm going to take her out. Give me one second. Bear with me, guys. This is real I love that I'm comfortable enough with you guys to do that because there was a time where that would freak me out. So, yeah, what are we talking about? Being comfortable with who we are? I'm a baby-wearing mom. That I'm a mom. It's taken me a lot to be comfortable with who I am. And I want you guys to experience this. Some of you guys, this isn't a struggle. You are comfortable with who you are. You love who you are. And I'm so glad, honestly. I'm like, man, give me a lesson. Because that's a gift. But for those of you that that is the case, there's still something for you to hear tonight. I'm not just talking to the people who don't love themselves. Because I don't know about you, but I don't get tired of people telling me that they love me. I don't get mad when Jonathan's like, I love you, every time he walks out of the room. I'm not like, stop. Bring it on. Tell me you love me. So hear this tonight. You are loved and you are worth 
loving. God wants you to love yourself. That might sound weird. I don't mean it to sound weird, but I was reading, okay, I was reading Matthew 22. I'm just going to pull it up in my Bible, but it's going to be on the screen as well. And this just, like, really caught my attention because I feel like it's not something that I've learned a lot about, about, like, loving yourself or, like, maybe I learned it, maybe I didn't just hear it. That, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you that. But in Matthew 5.22, um, the Pharisees asked Jesus, what is the greatest command? Let me just pull it up. Am I actually looking at the right part? Yeah. Oh, 36. Matthew 5, 22, 36. So, guys, my, my eyes are not working. You know what? I'm in Matthew 5. I have it bookmarked, and I bookmarked the wrong place. Matthew 22. This is what I get for talking while I prep. I was talking to my son. Mm-hmm. Real life. Um, Matthew 22, 36 to 39. Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? This is the Pharisees asking Jesus. He said to them, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And we sometimes say with all your strength. That's other verses. This is the greatest and the first commandment. And the second is like it. We all know it. Love your neighbor as yourself. But it's what caught me as interesting is that Jesus says this like it's a given, like it's obvious. Love your neighbor as yourself. So you have to start with loving yourself. Actually, you have to start with loving God. <laughs> loving God, ourselves, and others seems to be this like trinity that's interwoven and interconnected. We cannot truly love one without loving the other two. Jesus said that these two things are the greatest commands, loving God and loving our neighbor. Therefore, somehow we have to learn to love all three. And I got to say, that's probably why we do impact, is to help you guys learn to love God, love yourself, and love other people. But man, is that not harder to practice than it is to hear. All right, next thing. The only way that we can love is through God. Why? Because God is love. So when we hear in Matthew 22 that to love the Lord your God, to love your neighbor, and to love yourself, <laughs> the only way we can do it is through him. He built in the answer to this problem in his own nature. That's wild. All right, do you guys want to hear the word love more times than you can handle? Because it's about to happen. Um, we're going to go to 1 John 4. I don't know if you guys, like, use your Bible app when we do messages. I don't normally. I just, like, trust that somebody's going to put it up on the screen. But I'm trying to practice using my actual Bible. So I'm going to start in um, Matthew 4, sorry, 1 John 4, verse 7. Dear friends, let us love one another, because love is from God. And everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Again, this is interesting, because we're talking about loving other people and loving God, like they're connected. The one who does not love does not know God, because God is love. 
I, I tend to reference this a lot, like God is love. But when we actually read it in scripture and man, keep reading in 1 John 4 and you're going to hear it a hundred more times in different ways because it's such a big deal. God is love. So when we tell somebody that we love them, God is in that. The only way that we can actually truly care for and put another person ahead of ourselves is through love. But also the only way we can possibly look at ourselves as who we were created to be and function in that way and be able to confidently walk our life out as the person that God created you to be is through him. He's equipping you for this. And I'm going to be honest, I had a bit of a hard time writing this message because I didn't want to just be like, okay, guys, you want to love yourself? Love God more, right? Like, it sounds so obvious and so easy, but we all know it's not that easy. So I'm just going to keep confirming it, affirming it, saying it over and over again, because eventually this revelation is going to drop in your heart and you're going to be like, oh, that's what you were talking about. And that's my prayer for you. That's been my prayer as I've been preparing this, is that this would drop from your head from knowing, "Mm, yeah, God loves me, to I am loved. God is crazy about you. Crazy enough to die for you. We talked about this leading up to Easter. We're going to keep talking about it till the day I die. You are worth loving. And I want you to know That God doesn't just love that cleaned up, got it figured out, sinless, lovable, cute little person that you are. He doesn't just love you when you're good. In Romans 5, it makes it very clear that while we were still sinners, while we were still a disaster, and for some of you guys, you might be like, yeah, I've known Jesus all my life, so great. But it's not just only when you were still sinners, He's, he's crazy about you with all our flaws when we mess up. Because I don't know about you guys, but I mess up. I'm not a perfect person. But I'm still lovable. I'm still worth loving somehow. The cooler thing is that because Jesus died for us, Our sins are washed away, and we're being transformed to look more like him. You might feel like a mess, but you're loved. You are clean, and you are made perfect in Christ. And heck, isn't that worth loving? When God looks at you, he sees Jesus. I think we can all agree he loves Jesus like crazy. Enough to die for you. This is wild. I love this. All right. Maybe some of you guys are sitting here thinking, okay, how do I love myself? I'm not going to lie. For you, I'm not totally sure. That might suck to hear. I'm sorry. (laughs) For me, it was a super gradual process. And as I gained confidence and I got to know Jesus better, I started to love myself, but this did not happen overnight. I would say it probably took 10 years. And (laughs) John, do you agree? Still happening? (laughs) 
<laughs> There's so many moments where I'm like, is it okay that I'm like this? And he's like, I think so. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yes, it is. Because that's how I was created. It took taking steps that I was uncomfortable with and admitting my flaws, not only to myself, but to people that I love. For me, one of the best ways for me to know how worth loving and how I could love myself was by seeing another person love me. And for me, that was my husband, largely. I know a lot of you guys don't have husbands, most of you. But your parents are crazy about you. And my prayer for my kids is that they would learn a little bit about the love of Jesus through me. And actually, my prayer is that you guys would learn a little bit about how lovable you are and worth loving you are through me. And I know some of the leaders would agree. You are worth loving. Every time I shake my hand, it tries to undo my notes. That's really annoying. I should screenshot it next time. I know, but I use it a lot. Yeah. Um, I do know that um, this is a reality that is available to you, loving yourself. I know that. You might seem like, holy cow, this is impossible. I don't like myself. How could I love myself? But it is available to you. My encouragement is, it's not something you can conjure up. It's not something you can figure out. Yeah, you could make a list of all the things you love about yourself. Sure. If that is a start, go for it. But chase after God. Ask him to reveal his love to you. And he'll do it. He's ready. If you need someone to ask him with you, that's why we're here. And there will be people available during worship and after the service to pray with you. If you're like, mm, that's not me. I can't do this. You can. You might just need a partner. Your relationship with God, though, is ultimately up to you. And, this, and your relationship with yourself is also up to you. I would love to be able to just help you with this more. <laughs> but so, as I'm realizing, so much of our faith comes with just being in the secret place with God. Spending time in worship. Spending time in the love and the presence of God. Because there we are transformed. And there we become more like Jesus, who I would say was a pretty confident guy. <laughs>